This is a podcast for today's woman, discovering a beautiful life as the keeper of her home. Hey, girlfriends, I'm Kadisha, and you're listening to The Custom Life with Kadisha White. Do most things in your life seem to crumble? Well, today I want to talk about the foundation of your home and your life. So with any building, cracks in the foundation or an unstable foundation or an incomplete foundation are a recipe for that building or house to collapse. And I think the same is true in our lives that even down to the ground that we've been building on, whether it's sinking sand, sturdy sand, stable sand, a firm foundation, concrete, all of those things impact how stable and grounded our lives and relationships are. So maybe you're saying, I get it, build your life on God, I've heard it all before. I go to church, I've been in church all my life, I love God, I believe in Him, but my life is still wrought with disappointment, heartache, unfulfilling, and unloving relationships. So, well, if that's you, I'd like to propose that there is hope, but there are some things that are at your foundation that might need some addressing. So yes, you've picked up a Bible along your journey and you have it on your kitchen table, but has it seeped down into your foundation? Has the word begun to renew your mind, allowing God to change your heart or to change your self-sabotaging attitude or behavior toward others? Even the psychologically destructive patterns that began in your family long before you were born, because that's your foundation. And whether you attend church or Sunday school or none of the above, the religious duty of church attendance does little to nothing in comparison to what intimate meditation of scripture and time with God can do. So was this mind renewal ever modeled for you? What was modeled for you? Was it maybe silence or selfishness? Was it psychological, emotional, or even physical abuse? Well, God bless you for surviving that. You definitely survived a major tragedy. But the bad news is that no matter how many years it's been, how well off you've built yourself to be, until you've renewed your mind, restored the foundation of who you are, i.e. what was modeled for you in addressing that, the correct foundation will remain unless you've done all of those things. So even if you've been going to church and you've picked up that Bible until God and his ways have seeped down into your life of that very house that's shaky and crumbling and falling apart, you won't see much change. Not to mention, if you're not careful, you'll pass that same exact trauma and dysfunction to your children, i.e. the next generation. So Numbers chapter 14, verse 18 even tells us that, but he, talking about God, but he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. So we have a power to put a stop to it. Um, We just have to actually do that work. So what would it look like for women to be more than women of the world, but kingdom women, 
God's women, really renewed, restored, and whole women. I personally think it would look like heaven on earth, honestly. So how is this done? So how do we renew our mind, fix the foundation, break the generational cycles? Well, thoroughly, for one, really going from A to Z and crossing every T, dotting every I. So the Bible is a huge book, very detailed, but God spares no detail from the foundations of the earth before the beginning of time. He addresses every single aspect of his redemption story. And I believe it takes that same thorough commitment and consistency when it comes to our healing, taking it piece by piece. And I believe that God's word is the most powerful tool for restoration when we know how to use it. So 2 Timothy tells us um, in chapter 3, verse 16, that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. And honestly, I believe that God's word is sharper than double-edged sword and essentially is powerful enough to put to death the things that destroy us. That's Bible too, y'all. You probably know that. (laughs) So have you been battered, abused, neglected, abandoned? Well, God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Then, on top of that, God's words create a brand new heart in us and gives us beauty for those ashes. So how do I put that into practice practically? Well, here's a very practical process. So the first step is to begin identifying the lies that you're believing, whether subconsciously or consciously. So write those lies out. So for example, some lies may be, um, I have to put up walls and be tough in order to protect myself. Another lie is, this relationship is the best that I can do. This man is the best that I can get. Another lie is, marriage will fix the deep hole in my heart. Another lie is, I have to give myself away in ways that dishonor me in order for people to want to be close to me. And lastly, I have to give something that's of value to me in order to be of value to others. And those are all lies. So you really want to reflect on these things, really get in touch with your soul, with your mind, with your emotions. Once you do, just cry, let it out. Um, But nonetheless, you want to identify these lies Next is to realize those lies as lies and realizing that they're all from Satan, who is the author of lies. He's always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Next, and this is the part of the process that takes time, one day at a time and one of those lies at a time, You find passages of scripture that send those lies back to the pit of hell where they belong. And this is where the renewing of your mind happens. But only want to take one lie per day and find five to ten scriptures for it and write them out. Meditate on them. Let them seep into your heart, seep into your foundation. Because 
what you're doing is you're shedding light on the exact problem and you're speaking the truth over it for healing and restoration. So this activity is reprogramming your thoughts and beliefs with the truth of God's word. So for example, um, we'll do a few examples here. So if the lie is this relationship is that is the best that I can get or this is the best that I can do. The truth is now all glory to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask, think or imagine. So imagine the most loving relationship, the most fulfilling and honoring relationship that you can think of. And now imagine God being able to give you more than that. But of course, it takes a little work. It takes us being grounded in him so that we can identify, you know, people who are of God and who are not even wolves in sheep clothing. Um, Definitely takes being rooted in him and having an intimate relationship with him. But the truth is that he can do more than we can ask, think, or imagine. Another lie is that marriage will fill the deep hole in my heart. Well, the truth is anyone who drinks this water, and this is Jesus speaking, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. So when we think that something other than God will fill the God-sized hole in our heart, um, we can find truth in knowing that God is willing and able to draw near to us and to satisfy those deep longings within us. So the last example that I'll give is um, this lie. So the lie is, I'm grown now and the emotional neglect I experience from my father is a pattern that just won't change. The truth is, and God says, see how very much our heavenly father loves us for he allows us to be called his children and we really are. To really know that he delights in us and he calls us his daughters. So the best way to do this activity is in silence. It's easy to kind of put music on or noise in the background that helps alleviate some of the discomfort of experiencing and thinking about these emotions and things that are challenging for us. But um, it's really best to really sit in it, write it out, have your journal close and really get those things out of your mind and out of your heart um, because those are toxic and and they kind of infiltrate every aspect of who you are. So write it out, get it out of your system. Um, even though when you write it, it'll still take God's word and that being spoken over you to really bring healing and cleanse you and um, really bring wholeness and beauty. Also, you want to ask God to show you what lies you're harboring and what lies are driving those behaviors and actions and thoughts and decisions. So you want to identify the lies and replace it with the truth. So Google is your friend in this activity. (laughs) I also like openbible.com. It's openbible.com slash topical. That's openbible.com slash T-O-P-I-C-A-L. That is also your friend. And that's to search keywords. So for example, you can search what does the Bible say about neglect or abandonment or restoration or what does the Bible say about adoration? What does it say about healing? So that's the activity. That's the assignment 
and the challenge that I'm, um, that I'm challenging you to. So, um, it's definitely worked for me and I just really love sharing that, um, activity just as an ongoing way to just build yourself up in truth. So the word also says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So what knowledge are you lacking? So by now, maybe you've learned much about God. Maybe the fundamental knowledge, the fundamental, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> maybe the fundamental knowledge, because it's fun, I guess, apparently. <laughs> so maybe that knowledge is there um, after years of learning in church. And that's phenomenal. I think that's exactly where we want to be. Um, and now let's to rev it up a notch. I would recommend reading the Bible in a year cover to cover, but this time really focusing on what it's saying. Focus on understanding God's character and allowing him to be your personal father. I also like to watch, there's a YouTube channel called The Bible Project, and it gives incredible illustrated summaries of each book of the Bible. Um, I generally watch the video for that given book before or after I read the book um, just to help me stay focused and understand the big picture of what I'm reading. Um, But it's called The Bible Project and it's a YouTube channel. So this time when you read, allow God's words to minister to you, to really serve you and to restore health to those deep wounds. His word says, I will restore health to where the locusts and plague have eaten. I love that. Well, here's the word on the street. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And anyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So in Christ you are secure. In him you're found, in him you're being made wise, You belong, you'll be established in him. You'll be restored, confirmed, and strengthened. So get out your anointing oil. (laughs) Build a life of prayer and of true intimacy with our creator. And really make this next scripture true in your life. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. That's Psalm chapter 62, verse 6. And most importantly, just remember that you will never regret building your life on what will last forever. Anyways, ladies, that's all for today. Remember that the best life is one designed by God. So seek first the kingdom of heaven, live righteously, and all else will be added unto you. Be blessed.